Now, more of Rick Wide on TSN 1040. Here's J.D. Burke and Andrew Wadden. Welcome back to Rink Wide. It's the show that always scores. If you missed that great hit with Craig Button, Jason Croker, the number one producer here at the station, will have it up on the TSN. Uh, it's already up. Oh, look at that. I was thinking by Monday, but this works too. I like it. Don't knock my boy JK over there. Wait. You ever get that, Croker? I, I thought, call I you thought Croker was my boy. Why don't we talk some football? We're boys. I really flip-flop between you two. I've, I've got a good thing where you both re- seem to respect me and then not respect me at times. There I'm okay go. with it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like divorcing parents trying to convince you you're not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> two Christmases, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Two Christmases. Well done, Croker. <laughs> no, it's not your fault that I became unhappy around the time of your birth. It's not your fault not we stopped fault. liking each other. Uh, so, yeah, that interview, like uh, Croker just said, is up on... Uh, Twitter Phenomenal. right now at tsn1040.ca as well. Yeah, Craig always Must just, always bring listen in the stuff. I love how we can get the big wig type guys from TSN to come on and slum it with us on our show. Craig's the man. Like, yeah. but great stuff there because not only giving us some input on the all-time team, which we're all you know anticipating and waiting to uh, debate as well. And you know, there's going to be somebody on there, like Craig said, that's going to throw everybody in a tizzy. But also giving us his analysis of being. You know, from a scout to a GM and the way all of that stuff works. And then also, you know, nobody else will have that perspective. Exactly. Whether it's a big, you know, uh, front office, whether it's a small, like the, the advantages, the disadvantages, but it's like we said, uh, leadership comes in, in, you know, many forms. And the biggest one is the one, the the guy that can unite people. And I think that's sort of what we're missing. The sum of all his parts. There you go. That's the smart way to say it. Well done. Yeah, dude. well done, JD. I have Croker looking for something. I don't know if he's got it. Uh, you Are you going to talk about uh, this guy? Ah, uh, we like lipstick a lot. With your JD's manifesto? Yes, sir. All right, well, let's get to it. Why you bugging? What's bugging JD this week? Let's find out. It's the manifesto with JD Burke. Hockey has a culture problem. Accept it, deal with it, respond to it in a way that moves the sport forward and makes it more accessible to people who don't look like you, or watch its support dwindle in the face of the NBA's expansion, in the face of the NFL's expansion. Watch the product get worse. Diversity is a strength, and it's one that hockey lacks. Look at Brendan Leipzig this week. Do you think this is an isolated incident, a lone wolf? Really? How many months ago were we talking about Don Cherry and his comments on immigrants? How many months ago were we talking about Bill Peters? How many months ago were we talking about a series of other coaches who were exposed for their regressive views on race, on gender, on class, you name it? This is an issue that is rank within the sport, and it's an issue born of the sport's white cultural hegemony. How would you feel if you didn't look like me and you were trying to get into this? Would you feel especially welcome if you saw the group chat leaks from Brendan Leipzig's Twitter? Would you feel like there's a space for you in the world of hockey? Let me tell you something. I've got a lot of friends who follow the sport. Uh, a lot of, there's, there's just no way to say this. It isn't awkward. A lot of female friends who follow the sport. Do you know how they react to something like that? 
They react to Brendan Leipzig looking at the picture of Connor McDavid with his girlfriend, a, a totally beautiful woman, complaining about her legs. And they go, what are they talking about when I enter a room? What are they talking about when I leave a room? Right? And this just isn't normal locker room talk. We've all been suspect to that. Okay? And it goes on both sides. Although I do hate both sides in any argument. That's, that's what you do when you're like a total coward, right? You've got to pick a side. But it does happen. In this instance, though, this is inappropriate to a degree several magnitudes beyond that. And it's not going to go away until we as a group look at what makes this happen. When you're listening to the spitting chicklets and they're talking about the woman that they have, let's just say, become friends with over time and referring to them as kills and you're not taking issue with that, you are complicit in the culture. When you look at this Leipzig incident, incident and you say that this is isolated, you are a part of that culture. When you try to mansplain on Twitter to any woman trying to get into the sport, you are a part of that culture. And you're going to become increasingly alone, increasingly isolated, and increasingly watching the product get worse as the world revolves around it at lightning speed in comparison. Time to wake up and smell the coffee. The time for change was yesterday, but we need to make it happen now. Here, Bring here. it on, hockey bros. Here, Bring here. it in my mentions. Here, here. SJWJD. Yeah, God forbid I care about somebody who doesn't look like me. Get the hell out of here. Here, here. No, I, I completely agree with everything you just said there. The, and I don't want to put these guys on blast, but I'm going to. That, that Spit and Chicklets podcast, I had to stop listening to it. And I listened to one episode. Oh, so, so you don't hate women then? I listened to one episode, and they told me in this episode, and I, I, I got to be careful because, you know, this isn't a podcast. Mm-hmm. They, the way that one of the hosts, because I don't want to put who it was on blast either, he described uh, meeting someone, bringing them back to the hotel room, and then basically, and I, it's, it's so disgusting that I don't want to say it on air, but just degraded the person to the point where... Um, you know, another player was brought in to, to bask in that, so to speak. And again, I am skirting around exactly what they said there's because no I can't it. say it on public airways. Yeah. And not only that, I would be embarrassed to say it on a podcast. Yeah. My mind wouldn't even go there to no. say it. So I agree with you. Like, think about how much you have to hate women. For you to look at that picture of Connor McDavid and yeah, his partner, right? think right? about how much you have to hate like, women and hold them in contempt to go, her legs are ugly. That would not even, that wouldn't even stand out, like, to me at all. I mean, and, and, and you know, I want to go to the defense of Tanner Pearson here and Tanner Pearson's wife, and forgive me for not knowing her first name. Oh, what man, kind I, of jackass would look at that photo and say the things that they said about Tanner's wife? That is disgusting. It's such a wholesome. You are sweet the photo. scum of the earth. It's such a wholesome, sweet photo. Like I look at it and I go, "Oh, what a cute family." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like what kind of disgusting individual do you have to be? Now, also to hear the people that are saying, "Well, you know, this and this, the, you guys, the far worse." That doesn't help things. It continues exactly what you said to feed the culture. 
mm-hmm. and it's absolute BS. This Brendan Leipzig stuff, when I first saw it, I, I just, it, it blows my mind. I can never believe that people talk like this. And the worst part is yes. I'm always confronted by yes. examples of it because, again, there's just like no way to say that's, that isn't awkward. So I'm just going to keep acknowledging it every time. Like I have female friends in hockey who get these DMs, who see these group chats. Like it gets back to them every time. And the okay. issue isn't that he got ratted on. The issue is that he said that. Like, and, I, and, I, and, and this is in the inbox right now. Um, the texter's saying, by the way, I agree, Leipzig is trash, uh, and what he said was wrong, but check your values, bud. Like, what? What are you, what are you talking about? Because apparently I mocked your stutter, which is not a thing that you have. I don't have a stutter. No. Like, I, you were tripping on your words, so I, like, a dink kind of jokingly ribbed it for a quarter second. Oh. And he called me Warden as well. And clearly, you are very upset about it. <laughs> I didn't even notice that you did it. Uh, clear, clearly, <laughs> it's caused an irreparable rift within rink-wide. No, no and, and again, and I don't want to paint everybody with the same, uh, um, you know, brush as well. But, yeah, we, we, got a, we got a culture problem going on here. And this, is, this, isn't, this isn't great. You know, whether it's race, you know, whether it's, a, 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 you know, a player trashing a, a a female. This is this is ridiculous. Yeah, it, we we do not need this in our culture whatsoever. You know but what? Like, There's to go a reason the, the NFL has has female staffers on team and female coaches and female referees, and we don't. Like just there, there you have it. Out in, out in plain. Coaches. Coaches, yeah. yeah. Like in Arizona, they had one that worked with their defensive line, if yep. memory serves. Ref- umpires as well, yeah. And, and if, if memory serves oh, me correctly get out here. Of here. Like, people with stutters would be offended if they heard that. Just stop reaching. Just yeah, stop. Yeah, that's no, please. Just stop. Give me a break. Um, two guys just kind of ribbing each other here. Like, get out of here. Give me a break. But, um, you know, if, if memory serves, she actually kind of raved about that experience. Now, I'm not going to say that the NFL is a bastion of... Uh, gender equality by any means but it was kind of cool to hear her speak to her experience directly in an isolated vacuum and say they all respected me and treated me with professionalism and dignity which Mm -hmm. is cool Mm -hmm. i want to see that happen in hockey yeah like rachel dory who writes for us at elite prospects there was no single person i would rather have scout the ohl than rachel dory she worked with the new year uh new jersey devils she's working right now with the york lions like I refuse to believe there isn't room for her uh, in a front office. I refuse to believe there isn't room for Kat Silverman, who scouts goalies well, for us, in a ha- front office. How about SC Byrne? I mean, they, they hired uh, uh, Florence Schelling as their, yeah, their, 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 general, their general manager. manager. First, yeah. first uh, a professional uh, general manager as well. So, you know, they're, it's, it's not like we don't have, you know, ways to, you know, get like better. prescriptive yeah. techniques. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like. And and it just it has to start at the lowest levels, right? Like top down only goes so far, right? There has to be a meeting in the middle and it's gonna be easier for people at the top to make those sort of decisions when this isn't the environment that they have to operate in. I wonder if the NHL can learn from this as well. No, it's the NHL. <laughs> like in terms of setting up uh, you know, ways for these players to I mean, I don't know. I, I, the way I look at it, though, is I'm like, if you're a blank hole, you're probably always going to be a blank hole. But somebody brought this up. Uh, Thomas Drantz did in one of our, our chats, and it's a, it's a really germane point, but, like, 
once you get past how cruel and evil those Leipzig chats are, like, what a deeply sad person. Like, yeah. how, how lonely is he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you that's... you got to stoop that low. Yeah. Like, that, that speaks to somebody who is in a lot of pain, somebody who needs a lot of work. And, look, I'm not of the, the cancel him forever. I'm not saying ban him from the league, but I'm saying, like, until he works this stuff out, there shouldn't be a space for him in the NHL. If I'm the NHL... You know? If I'm the NHL, I'm pushing back on, on podcasts like Spit and Chicklets. I, I honestly, I, again, I listened to one episode. I was offended listening to it, and like it takes a lot to offend me. Mm-hmm. And I was offended, and I didn't give it another role after that. I wonder if there is somebody. I've got a lot of friends how, who listen to that show how, too. Uh, I, I have a lot of like not only that, and uh, I know we talked about Donnie earlier, but Don, Don Taylor tells me his kids love it. So you got young kids listening to it. And don't get me wrong, I do believe there is some good in there as well. Yeah. But when you, first of all, the kills thing, what what is that exactly? That's what they call. That's what they call getting with someone? Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, uh, how, and, how do you feel if you're like a lis- uh, a woman listening to that? It's like, oh, I'm turning off. Click, done. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, wow, I'm really valued here. But they're so popular, those guys. Yeah. No, that's that's what I'm saying though. Like, and I'm not even saying cancel spitting chicklets. I'm saying like, no, just get they, that crap out of it. Like, like you guys have such hockey. a big platform, right? And you speak to a specific subsect of hockey that, for example, I will never be able to reach. the The audience they have, in many many cases, I will never be able to reach them. They can have such a profoundly positive impact on the culture of the sport, but they have to realize their role in it. And that's why I use them as an example, right? And and that's that's just sorry if you, if you want to behave that way, you're going to open yourself up to that. You are going to become that example. And I think that the platform they have, it's a bit of a double-edged sword that way because look, they can also be the spearhead, the tip of the spear for a cultural change, right? Like, what if Biz Nasty on his next next episode says, "Holy crap, this Leipzig thing has made me think about the way we talk about women." Hundreds of thousands of Appalachian hockey players. Why would that have to make you think that? Go back and listen to yourself, brah. You know what? It, look, I'm, I'm not even saying they can redeem themselves. I'm saying they can have an, an impact without redeeming themselves. Yeah. Just asking all these Appalachian hockey bros who are like liking all of Donald Trump's tweets into my timeline. Like, Uh-oh. you know, you guys, hey, we, we speak to you. We're of your sort. We're having a realization here. Mm. You know, it might it might open up the way that they perceive themselves and the environment they've created. Before we go to break, real quick, does he end up playing again? Not in the NHL. Yeah, for Bill Peters' team in the K. I mean, but hey, if he ends up in the <laughs> K, but if he ends up in the KHL, he's still making a decent living in hockey, right? Like he, nothing got, was really maybe a few extra hundreds of thousands of dollars were taken away, but other than that, still doing what you love to do for a living. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and that uh, that apology was so bad. Oh, it, was the wor- it was the worst it apology. Was a screen it was, ba- cap. It was it basically was a screen like, cap, dude. I'm sorry because I got caught saying this crap. And it was a screen cap. Like, the way it was trimmed, one of my friends pointed this out to me. That image that he put out was a screen cap that was sent to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, oof, man, man. All right, one last uh, segment to go here before we give way to the Ray and Dregs podcast. This is Rinkwide, the show that always scores, right here on TSN 1040.